Disclaimer. Explain It Me is a podcast hosted by two adults who drink in the safety of their own home. If you are joining in on the fun while listening, please drink responsibly, don't drink and drive, and know your limits. Stay safe and have fun. As you listen to episodes, you may hear us make mistakes like names of films, actors, and actresses, as well as other unrelated facts. Please remember that we are both intoxicated while making this show and are aware of these mishaps. Please do not yell at the podcast while listening. We cannot hear you. Two and a half wines in. <laughs> I feel red. Can we get back to the movie, please? Just confusion. <laughs> oh, we don't know that yet. <laughs> Dad's disease. Explain it me. Explain. Explain it me. Explain it. Hi, Donna. Hi, Stephanie. How are you? I'm good. Are we You're doing into- actually pretty fucking well. <laughs> yeah, I know. I have, I've had a lot of good news in the last 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what's the word? Uh, oh my God. Brag? Oh, my God. Yeah, brag. <laughs> oh, there you go. You want me to... This, this is so fucked. <laughs> I got accepted into a research program. Woo! And After looking for a very long time. Yes. And and stressing. I will be working with a team of people on a topic that is unknown right now. And ultimately, I will be published. So this nice. is very exciting news for my career field. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, you know, this is our other career field, I guess. Yeah, this is only real decent thing I have going for me. So, you know. <laughs> That's not true. So, you know, we don't talk a lot about ourselves and... Stephanie is an acclaimed artist, where she has her own shop. With big parentheses. <laughs> she she does talented and amazing portraits of people's pets. Yeah, you'll uh, probably see some animations, stick figure animations, but it's only because they take so long to fucking make. Yeah. Tell them the name of your shop. Well, I have two. <laughs> One is called Paint with Paws. That's where you have the animal portraits. Yeah, so I I have a insane love for animals and have since I was a kid. Uh, so I do pet portraits. There's some stickers. There's some other stuff. I'll have pins up at some point. <laughs> and my other shop is called the, the other, other shop, shop Co. Which I have to tell. I have to say. I have to brag on this one. I came up with that name. Yes, you did. Because I was like, it's like the other woman. But it's called The Other Shop. I mean, I couldn't think of any other name, and that fit perfectly. <laughs> so it makes sense. And that one's a little more, like, gothy, <laughs> weird, random shit. All right, well, uh, welcome to Explain It Me. Explain It Me. Where uh, both of us are drunk. One of us is a little more intoxicated. I'm, I'm going to take it slow right now. Cause yeah, I'm feeling it. Already? Like, it just hit Holy me really shit. hard right now. G- good God. Um, <laughs> Stephanie's drinking Purell. Um, yeah. <laughs> I No, I'm I'm like, I'm drinking Listerine. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's not a joke. You can get drunk off those things. Do not. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, don't drink Listerine and Purell. Don't drink it together. Anything we say, we're not telling you to do it. <laughs> No, <laughs> don't be stupid, stupid. <laughs> you know what movie we're doing today? Um, okay. Only because I told you. <laughs> you told me, but I've never fucking heard of this movie. I had to ask 
my sister, like, what the hell is this? Because she's older than me, so she would know shit like that. Um, I'll let you say what the movie is, and I'll let you say who the director is, because I don't like this director. Yeah, uh, well, I've never seen any of his other movies. So the movie is Lost Highway. Mm -hmm. And I want to tell you that uh, it was impossible to find this to watch this. What the f- what is this movie? And, and if you're anything- Like, did they try to delete it off of the internet? If like- you know Stephanie, she loves to do everything last minute, so she watched this last night knowing today we were going to record. Yeah, I didn't tell you, though. Yeah. It's okay. I knew. <laughs> <laughs> so where did you find it? We- on some streaming website? Yeah. Uh, it- on a very legal <laughs> website. <laughs> Called? <laughs> where someone was nice enough- I'm not giving out names. I'm not naming names. What the fuck? <laughs> And thankfully, it wasn't, like, in uh, 240 DPI. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> or I mean, super pixelated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, the director God. is David Lynch. <sighs> Did you hear that? That was the last shit I gave re- releasing from my body. David fucking Lynch. I hate all of his movies. Well, the only other thing that I know that he did is Blue Velvet. Have you seen Blue Velvet? No, I haven't. Because I was going to, that's on my list of movies. Yeah, it came out before this because on, I don't know if this was like a movie poster. On the movie poster, it says, Best Since Blue Velvet. (laughs) Which, if this is best, I can only imagine how bad Blue Velvet is. Well, I'm going to tell you something. I did Mulholland Drive as a movie to watch for this show, and I watched it a year ago, so that means I have to watch it again, Mm -hmm. even though I took fucking notes, and that movie was hot garbage, so, and Blue Velvet, which I've seen before, is hot garbage. Oh, well. And I can only imagine Mm. how much garbagio this movie is. The only good thing about this movie are the (laughs) one-liners. They are fire. (laughs) Like, I actually, while I was watching it, I recorded one clip on my phone because I lost my shit (laughs) when I watched it. And my boyfriend was already sleeping. So I'm like laughing, almost crying to myself inside because I don't want to wake him up. I rewatched it like three times because it was it just got funnier every single time You're I show watched it. To me it. When yeah, you yeah, get yeah. To I it. have it on my phone. Yeah, you know that he did Twin Peaks though. I do now. <laughs> no, you. I mean, we. I mean, I about- guess, but like, I I guess I have like the only director. No, that that's not true. Two directors that I like know know would be Quentin Tarantino. Okay. Because my boyfriend loves his movies. Okay. And James Cameron. And what about Christopher Nolan? He did all those Batmans. He did Inception. Okay, yeah, but I he can't... He did Tenet. Yes, he did. He did Dunkirk. Yes, but I can only... I, I can't, like, remember what... I know the name, but I can't remember what movies he's done. I just told you what movies Well, he now did. you did, but I... He did... If you, did, if you had a gun to my head... He did quintessential Batman film that Heath Ledger played the Joker in and redesigned the Joker for future Jokers. Well... <laughs> What's his face didn't do a good Joker, so Joaquin Phoenix? No, not Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, I was gonna say, don't do, do, do not talk shit about my no, baby no, no. Joaquin the Phoenix. Fucking oh, Jared Leto. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Suicide Squad sucked. Um, but that's and not then, even wait, wait, wait. Suicide... You know Zack Snyder because he did all of the fucking. Oh I... yeah, the the League of Legends. 
DC shit. I couldn't even name a movie. I just know he's a director. And then also James Gunn. He directed the Marvel films. He did Guardians of the Galaxy, all three of them. He did the third one that's coming out next year. I like him. He's funny. For directors that I like, I like David Fincher, Paul Thomas Anderson. I like my boys who, he, along with Quentin Tarantino, these are directors who are like, I didn't go to fucking film school. Like, I taught myself. Let me tell you that David Lynch is not one of those directors. (laughs) He's fucking crazy, zany, and wacky, and everyone loves him. What else has he done? I didn't look it up. Eraserhead. Okay, Um, yeah, I knew that. The Mulholland Drive. Mulholland Drive, which your daddy's in that. Oh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But he was young, so he was was much thinner. He wasn't, like, fucking ripped yet. Mm. Twin Peaks, which is the most famous thing that everybody talks about. Did he do the new one, too? Yeah, of course he did. That movie, that, you know, I felt like he was like, or oh, I'm going to give him another Twin Peaks, but we're going to make it even more crazy. Like, it doesn't make any it, fucking, so. don't watch it. <laughs> we, <laughs> I couldn't even explain those fucking TV shows to you because. I feel like at some point we're going to take on a TV show. Well, oh, God. Uh, whatever. Uh, we, back to we, David. I feel like we've gone on, back on to so David many tangents Lynch already. What, it's back to David Lynch and what he's done. The main movies I know is Mulholland Drive, Blue Velvet, uh, Twin Peaks Fire Walk With Me, which is the show after two seasons got canceled, so he decided to make a movie. The but indie, in, okay. But instead of making a movie where he finished what the show never got to because it got canceled, he decided to do a prequel. So the movie is supposed <laughs> to be what takes place before the show. And if you don't know what the show is about, it's about a girl named Laura Palmer who is found murdered. Her body is discovered. And an, an FBI agent, played by Kyle McLaughlin, comes to the town of Twin Peaks, which you don't know where it is. It does. It's not like, they don't say, a like, this is place. really in America. Yeah. But it's supposed to take place in, like, Midwest America or, like, Seattle. Um, That's not Midwest. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so he comes to investigate because he doesn't think that the local police will be able to do a good enough job to figure out what happened to her. Because she's a teenager. Like a or no, he's a... He's an FBI agent. Oh, okay. Because she's well, a teenager. Got it. And the FBI get involved with child murders all mm. the time. That's their jurisdiction. I don't think that that's a fuck. That's why he did that, made that choice. I'm too, this is too much. Um, yeah. So that's what the TV show is about. This whole town that knows her and are trying to figure out what happens. If I told you right now who killed her, you would be like, what? What the fuck? Because it's so fucking crazy. The answer. Spoiler is so... alert for a show that's been out for like twenty years. But you've never seen it. And <laughs> no, if I have. We haven't. did do the show. Oh yeah, I'm not yeah, gonna yeah. fucking tell you what happened. Yeah, don't. I don't want to. I don't want to okay. have to watch that again. I will never. I really don't want to <laughs> well, watch that again. Well, you would have to. But like, that's the thing. I haven't seen it in like ten years. So even if we did do our original plan of like me watching one episode, you watching the next, and me never oh, watching yeah, the well, second yeah, episode, yeah. it would still be like what? But yeah, that would be a. a... Super mindful. I, I would go over though which episodes we would watch to make sure that I do the episode where they reveal who killed her because holy shit. Okay, that's fine. All right, so David Lynch sucks. I uh, or like an eraser head. That's the other movie I know of his, which uh, is so disgustingly disturbing. Lost Highway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Back to the podcast. I need to know who's in this movie. Okay, I, I hope you have fucking names. Yes, I I have the main actors. Um, Bill Pullman. Okay. Uh, Patricia Arquette. Arquette. Mm-hmm. Robert Loggia? I don't know how to pronounce his last Logia? name. Logia? Yeah. Um, oh, for Robert Logia. <laughs> and I've seen his face, but I 
I didn't know, like, what else he was in, but he's been in a lot of random shit, and he was a child actor. I didn't find that out until I was looking it up last night. Uh, Robert Blake. Oh my god, you don't know who Robert Blake is? If you know the trivia, don't say anything right now. (laughs) I absolutely do. Of course you do. Okay. (laughs) All right, so... The movie opens up with some, like, crazy techno grunge music playing. I'm Um, sorry. Hold on. We have to pause. Techno grunge is not a thing that exists. Well, it is in this movie. It's either grunge or it's techno. Because honestly, honestly, (laughs) Stephanie, there is a mark between the 90s where grunge was falling off and techno was beginning to take over. Nobody heard Nirvana cover Crazy Frog. Okay, so well, I need you. Well, okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> because that's what the fuck those t- Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> well, before you go off on a music tangent, David Lynch made this song for the movie. Goodbye. <laughs> you want to know what the song is called? Sure. I'm deranged. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet, short, to the point. I believe it. Yeah, so it opens up with, like, uh, a view of, like, a camera on the hood of the car going down a road in the middle of the night and just, like, speeding and just going, like, zigzag, kind of. We get the credits, title of the movie, super long intro. First shot we get is someone smoking a cigarette in the dark, but it's not the dark. <laughs> they have a cra- They have a super fun- uh, fucking fancy-ass remote that opens the blinds, so we already kind of get, like, they're rich. All right, wait, wait. So now they're in a house. Yeah. I thought they were on a road. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, wait, wait. Do they have a road in their house? <laughs> no, it just, this movie cuts all over the place. I am still not sure exactly what the fuck happened in this movie, but uh, you knowing a little more about David Lynch shows and movies, uh, you probably are like, yeah, I'm not surprised. I mean, I've never even heard of this film. I didn't know it existed. I can't even get a visual I, right now. I didn't now. even know it, it existed either. It, don't worry. There, there's so much shit in this movie. Okay. <laughs> I will say, I do not like this movie. <laughs> Would I ever watch it again? No. Absolutely not. The guy looks super disheveled. He almost looks like he's crying, but I wasn't sure. I'm like, why tears? I don't know. Uh, the doorbell rings, and... <laughs> He has an intercom, and, I mean, if you've ever lived in, like, an apartment building, you know the old intercoms have three buttons. They have the listen, speak, and then, like, the let-in button. He doesn't even say, like, hello. He just presses the listen button. And someone on the other end says, David Lorette is dead. Who the fuck is David Lorette? Hope we find out. I'm sorry. (laughs) Who the fuck is Dick Lorette, not David? (laughs) (laughs) His name is Dick Lorette? His name is Dick. He goes to look out the window. He doesn't see anybody. Uh, again, kind of looks like he's possibly on the verge of tears, but, like, why? Maybe he's on cocaine? I don't, I don't fucking know. Okay. <laughs> Cut from that, because that was daytime. Again, it's now- wait, wait. Who's the main character of this movie? What actor? Uh, Bill Pullman? Bill Pullman, yeah. Okay. I know him from stuff I didn't know that was his name. <laughs> <I'm> the- <laughs> I think he's in Weird Science and... I've told you to watch this movie, Broken Lizards, Club Dread. Yeah. So, it's nighttime now. <laughs> this movie skips around, like, days and nights, like, crazy. I don't know. No! Sorry, I'm getting him confused with the dude from Independence Day. Who the fuck was that? That was another actor. Oh, Robert, uh, Le... No, 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 He's no. in it. I know, He's in but not, but not... Day. That's Bill Paxton from Broken Lizards, Club Dread. 
Bill Pullman is in Independence Day and other fucking movies. They're both dead, I think. I think, yeah, they're both dead. Pullman? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I don't think Robert is dead. Robert Loja? Yeah. Yeah, Robert Loja's dead. <laughs> Recently then, though, no? Like t- 2019 or something? No. No? Okay. What? It doesn't fucking matter. <sighs> Hold up. <laughs> Can I please just go? Go, go on. Okay. It's nighttime. Uh, I call him dude because I don't know his name till like the middle of the movie. And that's not because I'm not paying attention. I mean, maybe I wasn't. <laughs> but. Why would you admit that? <laughs> Officer, I, maybe I killed that woman. No, no, I no. have been drinking, but. It's funny you say that. <laughs> oh, God. He's uh, putting away his saxophone. And all so, of a sudden. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> Out of all the things that you could have said just now, <laughs> I did not think that that was one of them. He's putting away his, the guy in the house. Yeah. Putting away his saxophone. Yeah. Okay. And all of a sudden there's a lady in a red dress. Was he playing on his saxophone lady in red? No. I wish. (laughs) I would have already like upped a star for this movie (laughs) if that was the case. She says, I'm sorry I'm not coming to the club tonight. I'm going to stay home and read. And he goes, read? Women don't read. That's what he said? (laughs) Oh, all right. He doesn't, but he goes, read? What are you going to read? And she starts giggling, and then he's like, that's why I married you, because you laugh. Oh, that's his wife. Yes. Oh, oh, okay. Her name is Renee. Who taught you how to read? Yeah. (laughs) I turned to you. (laughs) Cut to, he's at the club, crazy sax music is playing, and then cut again to the end of the night. So apparently, uh, Bill Pullman learned how to play the saxophone for this movie, <clears throat> and the saxophone playing in the movie is actually him playing. Wow. But they don't actually, like, the little footage that they show of him actually playing the saxophone doesn't line up with what's playing, so it looks like he's faking it. <laughs> um, it's the end of the night. He calls his house from the pain phone. Pain phone? Pain phone. <laughs> I mean, I'm in pain as well. from listening to this. Stephanie, I have to tell you, I'm on IMDb. I don't see Robert Loja anywhere. Louis Eppolito? Is that who you were talking about? No. John Rosalis. The cast list yeah. on the movie is uh-huh. absolute garbage. You need to almost scroll down to the very end to find him. Does he play that big of a part? I see he David does. Lynch is in it. Uh, okay, my sister told me Marilyn Manson is in this film. Okay, well, you know what? <laughs> we're getting ahead of ourselves. Sorry. Go on. It is Robert Loja. Yeah. Okay, okay. I... Yeah, Stephanie, he's dead. He died in 2015. Okay, well then someone else I looked up is still alive. Whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. Wait, wait a minute, Richard Pryor is in this film? Who? The comedian. Can you show me a picture? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I wrote oh, that. Oh, my God. Okay. But go. he's in it for like two seconds. I'm sorry. I'm He jumping. plays a dis- disabled man. I'm Giovanni Ribisi is in the okay. Can right. you stop? Right. Okay, okay, okay. Go on. He oh, calls his Bill Pullman isn't dead? No, he's not dead. Oh wow. But you know Bill Paxton is dead. Sorry, go on. Cool. End of the night. We're only like not even five minutes into the movie. Miss sorry. <laughs> he calls his house from a payphone. You know, payphones. Not everyone had cell phones. <laughs> Phone's ringing. No one picks up. Not everyone had cell phones. It's the 90s. Nobody has cell phones. It's the late 90s. 
only rich men who did cocaine off the asses of women at bars had pay phones back. I mean, <laughs> my dad had a cell phone in the 90s. Can you imagine a man pulling a pay phone out of his trench coat? Yeah, he's just fucking, he, he's <laughs> he Mary Poppins. It's, it's in taped the, to his chest. Yeah. On the inside, like flashers. <laughs> or no, 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 all in the cartoons where someone would like open the open trench coat and it was like watches. <laughs> it's a pay phone. You can make a collect call. Yeah. <laughs> it's only $5. For kids out there. Collect calls. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, go on. He can't, no one picks up. Cut to he's in the house. He's looking around. He can't find anybody. But then he goes into the bedroom and Renee is sleeping in the bed. She has the most fugly fucking bangs. <laughs> and in almost every shot, I guess they must have had like two or three different wigs for her because in every shot, like the bang length is different. And like sometimes it's Not like. the bang. <laughs> sometimes it's like okay but it still looks bad and then other times it's just like bitch who put the wig on you next day renee goes outside to get the mail and there's a manila envelope on their steps nothing's written on it she takes it inside and for some fucking reason she's like in the living room and dude because i don't know his name yet comes up behind her and she's like pulling out a vhs from the envelope and she like tries to hide it for kids out there vhs <laughs> fucking google it i'm not he- i'm not your mom to explain you what the fucking past was what? <laughs> oh God. i think it's dog tooth have you ever seen dog tooth it's that greek director's like film and he made the lobster and um oh the no. deer with the his movies are fucked up there is a scene where he takes a vhs tape because his daughter is watching it and he duct tapes it to his hand and then starts beating her in the head with it <laughs> <laughs> and that's all i thought about just now even though i grew up with vhs's jesus christ oh god sorry oh um she tries to hide it and he's like what is that but of course he sees it and she's like is a videotape she talks like that through the whole oh, fucking movie no oh no i can't watch this movie <sighs> it's so fucking you know, annoying you know me i love me some asmr but not annoying voices no it's like their relationship i write this later on but they have like no on-screen chemistry <laughs> like they're these people would not be married like mm-hmm. there's no fucking way unless it was an arranged marriage and they're just living together just for tax reasons tax um reasons. <laughs> Children don't break break the law. <laughs> children, <laughs> children don't break the law and get married for tax reasons. Uh, he asks her if anything's written on the tape. She says no. He takes it, and he's like, "Let's see what's on it." He calls her over. He doesn't force her, but he's like, "Come watch it." It's like, okay, like what the fuck? It they're just their interactions make no sense. Um. They put the tape in the VHS player. It's easy enough, right? Kids. No. <laughs> you put the VHS in the VHS player. But you better player. rewind that shit before you bring it back to Blockbuster. Well, they were I kind will enough. pay the Blockbuster people to give Blister. me your address and fucking come up and kill you. Yeah. S- someone rewinded it for them. It's a shot of, like, the outside of their house. And it, like, zooms in on the front door. And then it just cuts to static. Oh, that's fucking terrifying. And she says, it must be from my real estate agent. And I'm like, is your real estate agent a fucking psychopath? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> who Who is showing a house 
where it's like a zoom a pan over the house and then just like zooms in on the front door i mean to be honest with you it sounds like this woman is being drugged up on like conopin or something she i wish that were the case (laughs) dude's dreaming about playing his saxophone and he really loves his saxophone doesn't he not really i just feel like it's filler because like i went back and looked over my notes and i'm like is there anything that i can like cut and a lot of this i feel like i don't need to tell you but the fact that i had to go through this and it was so fucking agonizing everyone needs to know everything that happened in this movie because i i i literally wrote in my notes I wish I could fucking fast forward this. Like, I want to skip through this. This is such trash. I was Jesus. watching it pissed. <laughs> this is like my episode for Donnie Darko, but it's now Stephanie's turn. I feel like this is, I mean, like, oh, yeah, I haven't I seen it, but, like, this was so much more frustrating. At least I, like, the only highlights, again, were the one-liners, and there's one, there's one part in it that... I wish I could sometimes do to people, but we'll get to that. Jesus Christ. Please don't call the police on us. Yeah, (laughs) I would never, but like, I've thought of it. There's a lot of random sex in this movie. Um, between man and wife? Man and woman. Ward's lens. No. Oh, all right. Uh, we see some side boob. Okay. They start kissing. Who's they? dude and renee oh all right so between his husband and wife yeah okay. for now we keeping it right mm-hmm. we keeping it tight mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the lord's lens no we're not omnibus omnibus An- hold on omnibus anonymous no ominous ominous yeah have you ever said a word so much you think it's wrong yeah but you are saying it right okay yeah, yeah. music starts playing ominous music starts playing yes. got it but very faintly, mm-hmm. and we're like kind of getting like sex slow mo. He's staring at her, like he's questioning her why she's alive. God <laughs> damn! What the fuck? Like, it's not sexy at all. Like he's just like humping her and just like looking at her, like what are you doing here? <laughs> he's having sex with her, and then midway through, he's like, "Who taught you how to read?" <laughs> Where church music starts playing all of a sudden. Like, God, it's like, like, no, no, no. It's like, Domine. No, 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 no. It's more like, Domine. Oh. oh no. Is that why you were singing that? Yeah. <laughs> he finishes super quickly. Realistic. And like, wait, no, but it gets, <laughs> he collapses on top of her. And then you just get a zoom in onto his back and her hand patting him and saying, it's okay. Oh my god. And he just fucking rolls off of her and faces the other way like super disappointed. I, I wrote, he rolls away disappointed. So is she. Uh, he's telling her about a dream he had right after this. Why? I mean, I don't know. I think about dreams after I have sex, I guess. And I was like, oh yeah, this. I thought of this instead. Uh, he's calling her in their house, but he can't find her. How big is his house? What is it? Like, I imagine so Hogwarts. Real, like, no, it, I mean, like, it's, it's like a, they don't say it, but I'm pretty sure it, it ha- it's filmed in LA. The house that they actually filmed this in, David Lynch bought the house mm. and designed it specifically for the movie. Jesus Christ. Which is stupid because there's only like three pieces of furniture throughout the whole thing. <laughs> 
So what did he design? Sounds like my He bought a couch <laughs> and a lamp and was like, the set. so then he tells her that he finds her but it's not her and then we get a random like jump scare scream music type of thing happen but nothing really happens in that moment see other than it like cuts from like he's explaining the dream and we're seeing the sequence happen and then like the jump scare scream happens and we're back in their the bed where they're both sleeping or laying this i now understand why you feel this way this is your introduction to david lynch yeah this is not mine so everything (laughs) you're telling me even though it sounds crazy I'm like Lynchian. This this is yeah. absolutely his so, creativity. Here's the first time, besides the pat on the back, <laughs> which I did laugh. Mm-hmm. This is the first time I completely lost my shit. I'm gonna set the scene for you. <laughs> They're both in bed again. Still, like it's just oh, the it's just, okay. yeah. Oh right, because he was telling her a dream. And yeah, yeah. He saw a woman he's and laying it wasn't like her. on the right side of the bed. She's on the left. Um. She leans up on her elbow, and you can't really see her face because her head is, like, blocking the lamp that's behind her, so her face is super dark. And he's looking at her, and all of a sudden, it's like the camera's looking at her, we see her face is really dark, cut to dude laying on the bed, looking up at her, cut to her face again, and... All of a sudden, you see fucking Gollum on her face. (laughs) (laughs) Like someone spliced over another dude's face over her face, but it's done so poorly. (laughs) Like, she moves the slightest bit, and, like, you can see that they try to follow, like, where her center of her face would be. Mm -hmm. Also, like, let's say her face is, like, I don't know, eight inches like long from from like chin to top of her head okay. i mean i i don't know but i'm just a- assuming right okay the dude's face when they put it over her face is like in the center <laughs> <laughs> and way smaller <laughs> than where her actual face would be so they couldn't even like line it up properly i have to show you it this is the part that i filmed out of it so hard and i no i mean (laughs) nothing else in the show in In the the show in the movie compares to this moment (laughs) anybody who's listening to this i would just watch the movie for that scene alone like i will link the video (laughs) i took if you just want it it's 15 seconds (laughs) but it's golden Or if you want us to upload it to our Instagram account, yeah, we can. Or, I mean, TikTok, just let us know. Someone might make us take it down, but whatever. <laughs> so, I again say uh, she has a really fucking horrible wig because it takes me out too. See, I didn't think she was a brunette because she's normally a blonde in real life. Oh, we'll get to that. Next day, there's another Manola envelope on their Man- steps. Manola, uh, Manola, Manila. Hey, husband, I don't know your name. <laughs> Yesterday we had a Manila envelope. Today it's a Manola. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow we'll get a Magnolia cupcake. Uh, she brings it in, and he takes it, and he's like, don't you want to watch it to her? 
And she's like, I guess so. The dialogue is shit. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 you didn't I, need I, to tell me that. I, but it's just like, I, I wrote it. So I only paused this like two times. Once because I had to pee. And the other time was because just so much ridiculous shit started happening. Like, the movie is way too slow. It, this movie is two hours and 14 minutes, by the way. Jesus. It does not have to be. It could easily be 40 minutes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, every time she's at home, she's wearing, like, black eight-inch stripper heels through the house <laughs> with a black, like, silk robe to the floor. Like, just casual. Like a Betty Page look. You don't know who you that know, is. Don't worry I, that. Oh. <laughs> I know who Betty Page is. <laughs> we got really but, offended but no. by that one. Jeez. But, but like, yeah, but because she, she, she was a crazy pinup, like... She wasn't a pinup. She was a crazy pinup. She was a crazy pinup. Well, I mean, her life was very depressing. We're not going to get into her life now. <laughs> Video starts the same way. It's basically, like, the same footage with added footage. And it's the outside of their house. And then all of a sudden, the camera work is shit. We can't, I don't know. I couldn't tell if it was the inside of the house or just, like, someone zooming in on the inside of a box. Like, <laughs> all of a sudden, it pans to them sleeping in the bed. I'm like, okay, it is the inside of the house. So someone is filming them while they're sleeping. Yeah. Okay. So they're sleeping in bed. They call the cops. Two detectives come. They watch the video. One turns to the other one and says, what do you think? <laughs> I really don't know. <laughs> I'm like, great investigation, guys. Really, five <laughs> stars. Uh, one of them is chewing gum like a cow. <laughs> the other one looks like Mario. Okay. I'm going to tell you about him later on. The one that looks like Mario? Yes. All right. They start asking them questions, and it's the stupidest fucking, like, dialogue ever. One of the guys is like, you sleep in the same room? You sleep together? You only have one bedroom? You, you sleep in the same bed together? I'm like what what the fuck what is happening like do you think he chains her in the basement like i don't i don't like you saw the video they, yeah. they're sleeping <laughs> in the same bed like what where are you they're yeah, like I, I have i have evidence to prove to you i sleep with my wife in the bedroom hold on let me get it <laughs> oh wait a second <laughs> you just saw it yeah uh do you have another bedroom and he's like no i uh, made the other bedroom into like a recording room, and it's we soundproof. have the nursery. They walk in. There's just a saxophone in a crib. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> like that would be great. He says it's soundproof. This made me think like, oh, we're gonna come back to this for some reason. We never do. <laughs> uh, when he says this, one of the cops is like, oh, what's your axe? And I'm like, oh, I get it. He's asking him what instrument he plays. I'm like, I've never heard anyone ask another person it's that. It's like asking, like, what's your poison for drinks? I yeah, guess. I know. But, like, You're right. again, Don't the make dialogue. Sense of no. He responds like he's James motherfucking Bond. Tenor. Tenor saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you know that sax song, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the cops ask them if they have a camcorder and Renee answers them No, we don't. Fred hates them. His name is Fred. Thank you. <laughs> I've been waiting for that. I'm like, what? So in my trivia research Oh, we're jumping to the trivia already. Yeah. 
apparently David Lynch hates camcorders and used his own like hate, 35 like, dislike. Look, like but he wasn't just this, wasn't the scene filmed of their door and then inside their yeah. house filmed with the camcorder. Yeah, and again, it was like fi- it it wasn't even filmed in 240 DPI. It was filmed in 144 DPI. So she says that Fred hates camcorders, camcorders. and the cops like what? Like, are you fucking kidding me? You <laughs> fucking hate camcorders? What the fuck is wrong like, with that's you in the this day and thing. age? What the fuck? <laughs> he says. Look at your wife with a fucked up bangs. Maybe you can figure that out if you had a camcorder, you know? Well, he says, I don't like camcorders because I like remembering things the way I remember things. Oh. Not the way they He's actually like, happen. Detective, how can I gaslight my wife if I have a camcorder recording everything? I mean, I get this this whole movie might as well be that. <laughs> I was gaslit the whole time I was watching this. <laughs> I'm going to guess that the ending doesn't make sense. None of it does. I wrote, now, if that's the case, right, that, like, he doesn't like... Videotapes. He doesn't like videotapes. Then, if that's the case, if this movie is how you remember shit, I would run to the store and buy a fucking tape recorder. (laughs) Or video camera. Like, I hate this movie so much. I don't think I've ever really hated a movie as much as I hate this movie. Now, I don't know... If that's because I had to write the script or whatever you want to call you my write the plot, down yeah, from the your plot own for eyes, this, yeah. but I hate it. So the cops ask them if they have uh, a home alarm system or anything like that, and they're like, "No, we don't use it because it kept going off." Uh, I wrote this convo is garbage. <laughs> the cops finally say that they're gonna go check on the windows and the doors if someone broke in. One of the cops is on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> they have like a skylight in the living room and like fred is just looking up at the cop and the cop's just looking down at him and i'm like this footage is so unnecessary <laughs> like no one at any point is on the roof like because he all of a sudden he's in the cow he's in the house renee is outside with mario cop and Couchewer is on the roof. All right, let's just call them Mar- Mario and Luigi. I mean, at this point... You know what? That actually works. Yeah. Because <laughs> the dude is tall and skinny. So Luigi's on the roof. Mario's Luigi's, on the ground. Yeah, Luigi's on the roof. I don't know why. Okay. Because the skylight isn't in their bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the living room? It's in the living room. Hmm. Oh, mind you, uh, I don't know when I mentioned this. <clears throat> they have no door to their bedroom. Okay. It's just like an archway. Isn't the footage from the videotape that they got, though, on the ground level zooming into their bedroom? Yeah. Or, so... It's... The the footage of the house is, like, the person on the street looking at the house. Mm-hmm. And then the other footage looks like there's, like, they're fucking carrying a camera, like, going back and forth like this. <laughs> like, running. But not even running. Like it's it's, ju- it's, it's like, just, like, like they're Blair like this. Is it, like, Blair Witch? <laughs> no, it's not Blair Witch. They're just, like, doing this. And that's why I'm, <laughs> Stephanie like, Stephanie is moving her iPad <laughs> yeah. in angles that are, like, oh, wah, wah, yeah. wah, and then, like, and then all of a sudden from, like, a floor shot, it, like, swoops up and you see them in the bed. <laughs> so... The cops tell them that they're going to keep an eye on the house as best as they can. That means they're not going to, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll be back. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll take a peek listen, every now and then. we're doing the best we can. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> 
cut to they're at a swingers party. Okay, wait a second. Like this movie, that came out of nowhere. I just need to say. Like, I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. Who in their right mind would want to have sex with these freaks? So, I don't know what kind of party this is. Because it doesn't... I guess it's just like an L.A. party. People. Anyone living in L.A. L.A.ers. <laughs> have you ever been to a party like this? The shot starts from, like, the outside. And there's a big-ass pool. And there's a bunch of naked people around the pool. There's naked people in the pool. And then it kind of, like, zooms backwards into the house. And Renee is getting, like, finagled by some dude. And she asks Fred to get her a drink. And he goes over to the bar where there's a bartender. So it's some swifty, like, fancy rich people shit. There's real hype jazz house party music playing <laughs> with a bartender. Is there a saxophone player? No. Oh. No, it's just, there's no actual musicians. It's just, like, the music playing in the oh. background. Fred's waiting for their drinks, and all of a sudden, he sees Gollum walk in. Oh, the guy with, the face that he saw on his yeah. wife. so, this man has no name. He's called Mystery Man. In your notes? Or he's in called the, that in, in the, the movie? In the, in the cast, like, list oh, okay. in the movie. Played um, by? Played by Robert Blake. Robert Blake, okay. Yeah. I call him Gollum. Okay, that's fine. He looks like, he has the worst makeup job. Someone just smeared some fucking white shit on his face and then gave him lipstick. And he just like... I think I've seen photos. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the picture, that's him. (laughs) And that's what he looks like the whole fucking movie. All anybody needs to know is Robert Blake is a great guy. And Uh if he comes into your house, welcome him with open arms. He's not dead? He's alive still. He's alive still. Is he? I think he's the one that's still alive. <laughs> Is he still in jail? <laughs> he got acquitted. Oh, we're jumping ahead. Uh, I'm sorry. Don't. I see. This is oh, why alcohol. Right. He did get acquitted. Fuck. Fred sees Gollum. He looks like a real fucking vampire creep. He comes up to Fred and he says, do you remember me? Do you remember me? I wish. <laughs> That's how he asked. That's a real fucking like, country song. I know. Oh, shit. <laughs> He's like, no need to give me a drink. I know who I'm going home with. Yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> If that were the case, the movie would be over and I'd be happy, but it's not. <laughs> and I'm sad. Uh, he's like, do you remember me? And he's like, we've met. He's like, where? At your house. Don't you remember? He's like, no, I don't. He's like, I'm actually there right now. He's like, where? At your house. <laughs> like this fucking dialogue. <laughs> and, he- <laughs> and Fred answers him. That's fucking crazy, man. <laughs> I imagine this whole movie up until this point is a commercial for camcorders. <laughs> and it's like, camcorders, don't let insane, creepy men come to parties and accuse you of things you don't remember. Always hit them with the camcorder. <laughs> so, uh, Gollum pulls out his cell phone. He's like, hold up. <laughs> if I saw this man walk into a party, first of all, I'd be like, Who claims this man? Whose man is this? And then, if he pulled out a cell phone, which is expensive as hell is that time, I'd be like, what does this man has a job? Like, 
I, I wish I knew what his job was. I wish I knew. <laughs> I wish I knew what the fuck you were talking about. <laughs> oh, my God. He gives him his fo- cell phone, and he's like, call your house. He dials his house. The phone's ringing. Gollum picks up on the other end. And he says, Hello? I told you I was here. <laughs> Hello? Can I speak to me? Me? It is me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's like, it's me. You. <laughs> Fred's like, how'd you do that? <laughs> and Gollum responds with, I don't go where I'm not wanted. I'm like, is he really a vampire? <laughs> a vampire? <laughs> yeah, because... Uh, vampires? I wish. <laughs> okay. I don't know what this movie is about. Yeah, because there's, like, a thing with, like, vampire lore. Yeah, yeah they, they can't go into a place unless you yeah, invite them in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he says that, and then both Gollum in real life and Gollum on the phone start laughing at the same time. <laughs> and then he just hangs up. <laughs> And then he, the Gollum just walks away. Now, the way that they show him walking away, I thought he just left the party. He doesn't. He's talking with other people. <laughs> I totally scared that the guy. Whole, the whole <laughs> I did. You know, like, did we have this new thing where you can change your voice on the phone? I did that. <laughs> he thinks I'm in his house. <laughs> I'll show you how to do it. <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta get my sleep on his sunroof in the house. <laughs> I like watching him from the skylight. <laughs> Have you heard of interpretive video recording? Can you... you, Oh, you want me to take a picture of you? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I just shook myself crazy. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Fred goes up to the dude that was finagling Renee earlier, and he's like, hey, do you know that dude? And he's like, I don't know him personally, but he is one of Dick Lorenz's friends. Now, if you remember... I do. <laughs> Who is Dick Laurent? Right. And he's like, Dick Laurent, he's like, he's dead. And the guy... Oh, right, because we never found out who came to his house to tell yeah, him this. Yeah, yeah, We will end up I, finding I, out. Oh, good. I'm so happy. That is one of the things we will find out. <laughs> he tell, he he says he's dead. And he's like, who's dead? He's like, Dick Laurent. He's like, how do you know he's dead? And then as he's saying that, Renee comes and she's like, yeah, who is dead? And he's like, we need to leave. <laughs> so he grabs her. They leave. Now, I wrote this down because I was already thinking this when I was, like, writing all this stuff out. I don't know if this is important. I'm going to write it down anyways. Good thing I did because it is. We find out the dude that he was talking to that was finagling Renee, his name is Andy. Hmm. And he asks her, like, how she knows him she says that she met him at some bar. Uh, she met him at Moke's. What is Moke's? I don't fucking know. He told her about some job, but she doesn't remember what it was. Now, she's fucking... What, what's the saying? Five things to three the... Three sheets to three, the wind. Drunk. Three sheets to the wind. She's fucking gone. She's getting out of the car and she's like... <laughs> I don't know if this was an accident and they just kept it, but she's like getting out of the car and she's trying to light a cigarette. And at some point she like picks up her purse and she's just holding it in front of her face and she's looking at it like, what is this thing? (laughs) Fred is like, stay here. Because when he pulls up, he sees like some crazy UFO lights in the top of his house. So he goes in by himself. The phone rings, but he doesn't go to like pick up the phone and it stops ringing. I'm like, okay. 
Renee's a drunken mess, and we see she's, like, barely fucking walking, <laughs> and she's like, why'd you leave me out here? And he's like, because I thought someone was in the house, you stupid bitch. Did he say that? I wish. Oh. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, really? Was there? <laughs> I was like, do you think I'd be standing out here? If there was, I'd probably be dead. So while this man is inside investigating, because we already know at some point somebody was in his fucking house. Yeah. This bitch is outside in a dirt road, probably in, like, the most... Well, no, so it looks like those, like, streets on the hillsides of, like, L.A. that are kind of, like, windy, mm-hmm. and the house is, like, on one of these sides. The yeah. But so she's just standing outside in the dark. Like, if you wanna dance and have a little fun, stick I mean, I your would, legs out. I would rather see her doing done. that. <laughs> Turn around once a week and see yeah. your back, and then you go into the kitchen and, and you have a little snack. Don't sue me, Cartoon Network. <laughs> <laughs> we need to uh, just distort the shit. <laughs> I wrote this relationship doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, I know she's like a five-year-old in the body of an adult woman. I really wish I could speed up this movie. They go into the house. She's in the bathroom, like, taking off her makeup. And then he stares at her. She looks at him. He walks away. We see him looking into the darkness of the house. And he just, like, goes into it like it's a whale's butthole and just, like, disappears into the darkness. And Renee comes out of the bathroom at some point and is looking around for him and calling his name, but he doesn't answer. Like, how big is this house? I'm like, how for did- For real, this is like some House of Leaves shit, and I know you've never read that book, but- No. They, they have a normal house, and then there's one door in their house that leads to a fucking infinite realm that you just go deeper and deeper in. Yeah, so this is definitely one of the parts I could have cut out, because this is not relevant, but I guess it's just like showing that he's not- mentally there but we could already tell that from everything that's happened already she's trying to find him he's still just walking in the abyss of this whale asshole house (laughs) cut to the next day there's another video on the steps fred watches this one alone this time and i'm like what's up with like making forcing your wife to watch these with you and i guess it's good that he didn't because it's again like the outside of the house hallway now bedroom But instead of them sleeping in the bedroom, we get like a blurry moving screen with two dead bodies, one in the bed, one on the floor. And then what we end up finding out is Fred covered in blood in the middle of them, like looking up at the ceiling crying. And then it just cuts. And we see him like, like looking at the TV, like freaked out. Does this make sense to you? I mean, no, but... (laughs) Wait, so he killed somebody? He killed two people? So we see him watching the video. He's freaked out. The cut into the next scene is him getting punched in the face (laughs) by Luigi. (laughs) And he's crying and he's like, did I kill her? Tell me I didn't kill her. I love that dumbass bitch. I know she could read barely and she never knew what was going on. But, oh my god, was she a good lay? She laid there <laughs> while I finished in negative three seconds. And she then she pat me. me on the back and told me it was okay. Her feet were tore up head to toe from wearing those eight-inch hooker heels But I love her long. in them. She had some fucked up bunions, too. 
the next scene is him walking into a jail cell and we have a narration of a judge he's convicted for murder and he's sentenced to death by electric chair California like, this is California yeah I mean they don't I they know never that they say had the death it. penalty so it's fine but now probably not Not now but yeah. this took place in the early late 90s you said, mid right? nine, yeah because yeah. it came out in 97 good year I guess <laughs> all right so they take him into isolation and I don't know he's tripping balls like he <laughs> doesn't remember anything he doesn't know what's going on the toilet want to be good so he's in isolation. He keeps getting like blurry visions of the footage that we saw of all the blood and people. I mean, I don't know who, but people on the ground. Okay. They, we never find out who this is, by the way. Like, what who, do you mean we never find who's out? Who's dead? <laughs> Wait a minute. He's going to jail for killing two people. And we never find out who these two people are. Yeah. So we assume one of them is Renee, but there's definitely two people, at least. It's blurry. It's hard to tell. But there's one person in the bed, and there's another person on the floor next to him, and he's in the middle. Maybe it's a ghost. I fucking wish. (laughs) I so wish. Somebody calls Scooby-Doo. We got a case. Yeah, so he, like, collapses or is screaming. I don't fucking remember. He ends up going to the jail dock, and, uh... The jail dock. The doctor of the prison. Yes. Is he in prison or jail? I don't know. <laughs> He's somewhere where you're locked up. Those, look, <laughs> those two things happen at jail He's in and prison. prison. Well, he's in prison. He's been sentenced already then. Yes. Yeah. Okay. He's he's on death row. Oh, you're right. Okay. He at the the doc like just looks at him and then asks like, "Are you sleeping?" and he's like, "No, I can't sleep." So the doc gives him some pills, and his hands are handcuffed behind him. So, like, he's shoving this, these pills into his mouth, and he, like, gives him, like, a little paper cup of water, and then does, like, this to the, his throat. The doctor does that yeah, to his throat? Yeah, like he's a dog. <laughs> Take one of these, two of these, and all of these. Thank you, doctor. Oh, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I'm so over this movie. <laughs> And I'm sorry if you can tell that. <laughs> but, yeah, if you've ever had a dog and you've had to give it pills, like, you you can either give it in food, and that, like, works 50% of the time. Um, and then, like, if you give your dog the pill in food, but they, like, spit the pill out, you just take the pill and, like, shove it into the back of their throat, and then, like, kind of massage their throat so they swallow. And I'm like, isn't this guy feeling shitty? Like, why do you have to, like, do this? Like, I'm pretty sure he's willing to swallow the pills. He checks if he swallows them. We're only 47 minutes into this two-hour and 15, 14-minute movie. She's got time checks. Jesus. Yeah, this is the only time because I kept checking how much time I had left. (laughs) That's never a good sign. (laughs) We're back at the cell. Fred is losing his shit. He's calling for a guard to come. And guard comes and he's like, I need aspirin. My head is killing me. The guard goes back and there's two guards on duty. And the guard that just went to see him, he's like, damn, man, that wife killer is looking really fucked up. And the other guard turns to him. He's like, which one? Ha ha ha. <laughs> so fun. Prison joke. <laughs> um, Get it? Get yeah, it? Yeah, you'll get Ma- it. Many, there are many wife killers in prison. He's just tripping balls. We 
see him like really out of it, like laying on his cot and he's looking over like towards the door or something like that. And all of a sudden, we don't, there's no like actual curtains, but like we see a new area open up and it looks like two curtains are being drawn open. And it's a shot of a cabin that's exploding backwards in slow motion. Okay, okay. I mean, and I... When it gets to the point where the cabin is no longer exploded, Gollum walks out. I recently had the pleasure of watching Lord of the Rings for the first time. Okay. Are we talking like the man who was in control of the king that they had to go and save by killing or like getting rid of this guy? Do you remember? Because you've seen Lord of the Rings more recently. Yeah. Well, the I mean, I'm, Brad, the guy, it's well, Brad Duroff who plays, I know, who does I'm, the voice of Chucky in the Chucky movies. And he is like in control of the king, like making decisions for him because he's sick and he's catatonic. But once they get him away from him, then the king comes back to life. Yeah. Is, are we talking Gollum like that guy? No, I'm thinking of Schmeagle the whole time. But Schmeagle is a human, half hobbit, half human form. Yeah, no, I know. Whereas Gollum just, is the creature that's bald and like with a loin I mean, claw. It, I mean, he might as well be a little this, a little that sprinkled together. Because um, I just. Does it really matter at this point? I mean. It's already confusing as fuck, so I'm trying to make it so... I just so... call him Gollum the whole time. Okay. Well, apparently he's also Ted Kaczynski because... Oh, no, he sent anthrax in the mail. He's bombing mail cabins. We don't find out about this explosion. Why would we? <laughs> but anyways, backwards explosion. Gollum walks out, stares at Fred, and... Wait, where is Fred that he's seeing this Fred's happening? Fred's in jail. So he sees he's into, tri- like, a fucking portal? Yeah, a, a curtain portal while he's tripping balls. And oh. then we cut to the same footage from the beginning of the movie down a black road. The power goes out while this is happening, and he starts tripping balls even more, and I just, I wrote, damn, this doc must have given him some really good shit. <laughs> He is hallucinating up the fucking wazoo. (laughs) The next day, we see, like, all the cells. The setup is fucking weird, but whatever. We see all the cells, and we see a guard going from each cell, uh, opening the little window and checking to look in. He gets to, which we assume is Fred's cell. He opens it up and just says, fuck me. And then goes, and then all of a sudden, the captain... Wait, what? <laughs> right, and I'm like... The captain of what? what? Of what? <laughs> right. Dude, uh, of the Is guards? Redbeard the pirate walking <laughs> through this prison? No, like the captain of the, like, the, the security... Warden? Go- no. I'm like, I wrote that. The head I'm like, of not security, the warden? The head of security at this prison. Yeah, so okay. he calls the captain uh, to check it out. And he's like, why'd you call me here? He's like, you, you need to see it for yourself. He looks into the cell and he's like, who is that? And he's like, I don't know. He's like, that's not Fred? He's like, no, it's not. (laughs) I'm like, okay. It's just some kid with a super fucked up face. Like, he was beaten up like crazy. When we say kid, a seven-year-old, a 12-year-old, a a teenager, Uh, a young man? A young man. Okay. I I pictured a seven-year-old. I wish. Okay. (laughs) Like, I feel like that would be... Well, no, that wouldn't be bad. That would be some... We hate children. That would this be some podcast. big shit. That's questionable. Um, so the captain calls a bunch of other people, I guess the warden and whoever else, and they find out, 
I don't know how, <laughs> through fingerprints or DNA, I don't fucking know, that this young adult uh, was arrested for something earlier. So they figure out his name is Peter. And they don't know what the fuck, like, how is he there? They call his parents, and his parents are shown walking into the jail, and they're wearing sunglasses and leather jackets. I'm like, what? <laughs> okay, so his parents are the Fonz and the female the Fonz. Gary Busey plays Pete's fodder. Fodder. <laughs> Yes, I am this boy's father from Arizona. Arizona. <laughs> I'm his father. This is his mother. What did our son do? <laughs> oh, God, I could cry. <laughs> Peter, did you kill another woman this time? We told you to stop the murders. Now it sounds like Jamaican. I don't can, know what's going Canadian on. Canadian Amish people. <laughs> so his parents come, pick him up. They take him back to the house. He's so beat up that he can barely walk. And then, like, the next scene is him on a lawn chair in the backyard. And he, like, mysteriously looks into the neighbor's yard. And there's, like, a kiddie pool with, like, a ball and a boat. And he's just staring at the pool. This has nothing to do with the movie. Did Peter get gang raped in jail? I wish. Like, that would make it so much more interesting at this point. <laughs> you like how I phrased that? Yeah. Cut to that night. Four of his friends come over. Peter, Peter's friends, Peter's not Fred's friends. Friend. Yeah. And Giovanni Rabisi is one of his friends. He has, like, one line, and that's all we see of him. He's probably really young. I guess. I don't know, I mean, what he was in after if that. you want to talk about movies that you can't find online or anything like that. Yeah. Giovanni Ribisi is in this movie called Suburbia, which is a really fucking good movie. And you can't find it anywhere. And it's too, it's the reason that to this day my sister will not get rid of her VHS virgin, version, I think. Virgin? Yeah. I think it's VHS or it's DVD, I don't know, of Suburbia. But that movie's really good. It's really depressing, though kill his friends come over his parents are just like sitting on the couch holding hands <laughs> and all of them walk out of his room and he's like i'm gonna hang out with these clowns I'm like what are we in the 1950s like what the fuck well his i mean you said they were in leather jackets i mean i i well no pete says this to his parents I know. and then his dad turns and he's like you deserve it i'm like okay <laughs> really needed this <laughs> they go to a bowling alley which is also a club there's a dance floor i've seen bowling alleys like that but it's like a separate area in the bowling alley okay listen uh, a bowling alley is a magical place where either you can get uh a strike or pregnant so it's it i wish this bowling alley was so magical that it just imploded in this movie and then that would have been the end of the movie it would have just been another scene of Gollum leaving out the door he's at the bowling alley club he's at the bowling alley slash club <laughs> dancing with his girl i assume she 
says something like, are you okay? Like, you've been acting weird. The, I'm making the dialogue sound way better than it actually was. Sand, yes. Sand. Mm-hmm. Sand. Um, he's like, she's like, you were, you were really weird the last time I saw you. And he's like, I don't remember. And she doesn't say anything else. And then she just says, do you love me? And they kiss. You know, ladies, it's always a good sign that when you ask your boyfriend a question, he gives you no answer and kisses you to shut you up. Uh, cut to him pulling up to a mechanic shop. He I apparently you were say a McDonald's. I wish. <laughs> I wish so many things for this movie. <laughs> he apparently worked there, but then like disappeared. He was MIA. We don't know for how long. He just shows up, and his boss, who is the comedian that you asked me, Richard Pryor. Yes, is his uh, is his boss. I just said that. <laughs> uh, in a wheelchair. Oh, okay. I'm like, was he just because of that one movie with Willy Wonka? Oh, excuse me, with Gene Wilder, Hear No Evil. Is that what it's called? I don't remember what it's called. It's not Hear No Evil. But it was like, was someone like, oh yeah, he played. He is the deaf. Yeah, he was he was handicapped in this movie. He's gonna be handicapped in this movie. He's the blind guy, and Gene Wilder is the deaf guy, or it's the other way around. No, he's the blind guy. Yeah, that that movie is amazing. It's a yeah no. I mean, I haven't seen it in a really long time, but I remember. I'm shocked that you knew that movie. Yeah, he says he's ready to work again. We see that there's a cop car following him, and they're just watching sitting in the car, like, in front of the mechanic shop. And some mob guy pulls up, tells Pete that he's having some trouble uh, with his car. Maybe you know my brothers, Mario and Luigi. My name is (laughs) Wawaligi, all right? (laughs) His name is Mr. Eddie. Uh (laughs) And when he pulls up, and he gets out of the driver's seat, and then two goons come out of the back. He's They're like his bodyguards. He's like, I, there's some, the car isn't sounding right. Like, you need to fix it. And when he comes up to him, he his face is still fucked up. Like, his face is progressively, like, getting less fucked up. Mm-hmm. Mr. Eddie is like, hey, Pete, uh, you, you, someone giving you trouble? Like, you having problems? He's like, you know if you're having problems... I'm going to take care of them, like, snap, snap. Snappity, snap, snap. <laughs> and he's like, no, Mr. Eddie, I'm okay. He's like, all right, you need to fucking come with me. You're going to ride in my car. You're going to hear what's going on with my car. So they go for a ride. They pull over. He tells his, uh, Pete's outside of the car, fixing the car. Uh, everybody else is still in the car. And Mr. Eddie turns to his goons, and he's like, best ears in the business. Like, okay. So after this, he's like, We're gonna go for a ride. Now, trivia. Oh. Apparently the the road that this was filmed on is Maholland Drive. Oh, okay. And a scene in Maholland Drive was also filmed on the same road. Yeah, of course. Oh yeah, while they're driving after he fixes the car. This is one of those one liners. Mr. Eddie says Smooth like shit from a duck's ass. <laughs> now, I've heard a lot of weird sayings. Mm-hmm. I have never heard this saying. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bet you that it's not a real saying, and that David Lynch just wrote it into the film. Did he think he's that funny? Like he's not. <laughs> As they're just driving around, some dickhead starts tailgating them, 
And Mr. Eddie's like, all right, just fucking pass me, whatever. And the guy passes them, and he flips him off. And when he (laughs) flips him off, (laughs) there's a shot of the two bodyguards in the back seat, and they just look at each other, and they put their seatbelts on. (laughs) He then says to Pete, this is why I have 1,400 horsepower in this car. And I'm like, what the... I don't even think NASCARs have that much horsepower. <laughs> like, he just came up with, like, oh, an arbitrary my, number. My car's got a fucking rocket's engine in it. He's like, this is why jet fuel is the only fuel I will ever put in this Mercedes. And by Mercedes. the way, Pete, this isn't important for another five years, but jet fuel does not burn steel beams. <laughs> Do not believe. <laughs> Your government is lying to you, boy. <laughs> he chases this car down. He rams into the back of it. He makes this guy, like, go off the road. Everybody except for Pete jumps out of the car. <laughs> Mr. Eddie pulls this dude out of the car, starts beating the shit out of him. And while he's beating the shit out of him, he's screaming basic driver knowledge at him and he's like 50,000 people died on the roads because assholes like you and he's like do you know how long it takes to slow down when you're going 60 miles an hour and he's like he's just punching him and he's like I want you to buy a manual now this doesn't make sense why? Because manuals don't have driving loss in them. It's like the mechanical breakdown of how to fix your car. Mm-hmm. What does that, what does a manual have to do with tailgating? <laughs> he, like, he could have been like, you need to take your driver's license test again. Like, okay. Uh, he beats the shit out of this guy. He lets him go. And while they're driving away, the crying of this man is very pathetic. That's a little severe. No, because it's very fake. He's, like, doing the... Like, he's not... (laughs) Yeah, he's doing the... (laughs) Like, it takes me out of it a little too much. Besides the fact that this is... uh, Whatever. He's, like... uh, (laughs) Mr. Eddie's, like, tailgating is the one thing I cannot stand. (laughs) Which is not true. (laughs) Because there's something else he can't stand more. We'll find that out. Oh, God. Blue Velvet's going to be real fun when I do it. You're going to be like, nah, oh, oh. Yeah, th- this all makes sense now. I never said that. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, like, David Lynch makes sense. It, he doesn't. Okay. <laughs> they bring him back to the shop. The cops didn't follow them. They're just sitting there. And one of the cops turns to the other one. There's two. He's like, do you recognize that guy? He's like, yeah, that's Lorette. And I'm like, Lorette. I'm like, that sounds familiar. <laughs> but I won't realize this until the end of the movie. Wait a minute. Who are they pointing to? Mr. Eddie. Mr. Eddie is Dick Laurent? Yes. Why? Where do you get Dick from Eddie? Exactly. Ed, Ed, and Dick. Like, that, remember that cartoon? Yeah. <laughs> Ed, Ed, and Penis. <laughs> Ed, Ed, and Richard. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I didn't realize this till the end of the movie. <laughs> Whatever. 
he pulls up to his girl's we're just cutting i'm jumping doesn't matter he pulls up to his girl's house with the with eddie and the goons or just by himself no by himself later that night uh he fucks her in the car she asks him if he still likes her valid (laughs) sometimes you gotta ask no no i'm sorry she asks him why don't you like me (laughs) i'm like bitch he's literally inside of you stephanie you'd be surprised (laughs) boobs sex in the car girl's name is sheila next day pete's back at the shop and mr eddie told him that he was going to bring his caddy uh to also get fixed now mr eddie pulls into the garage and there's a woman with him in the car and it is renee as a blonde oh is she a different person hold on oh god (laughs) see i already know how david lynch works yeah I'm like, thank Jesus she's a blonde. We got rid of the holy garbage that was her wig. (laughs) They have this, like, weird, he keeps looking at her, she keeps turning back and looking at him. It's all in slow motion. It's very unnecessary. She leaves later that night. She comes back. Pete is with a bunch of the other mechanics, and they're just shooting shit. They're um, actually doing the choreography for Billy Joel's Uptown Girl because <laughs> they were in the music video. <laughs> I mean, this this mechanic garage is pretty big, so they could definitely do a dancing it's- number. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's two, three, four down. She's been living in a white bread world. Get it right. <laughs> and the one and the two. <laughs> Renee. Po- Renee. Yeah, I'm going to call her Renee until we find out her real name in two sentences. <laughs> Renee pulls up in a cab, and she's like, you should ask me out to dinner. And he's like, I don't think that's a good idea. To the child. Yeah, he's, I I don't know how old he is. But okay, but still, he's like 19, let's say. That's... He, he, yeah, about like 20. He's like, I don't think that's a good idea. She's like, okay, then I'm going to ask you out for dinner. And he's like, no. She's like, all right, I got to call a cab. She walks over. She's, again, in stripper heels. Not wearing a robe this time, though. She's. It looks like a nightgown, though. So, goes over to the phone that they have and is calling the taxi company. And then Pete walks up behind her and takes the, the receiver from her. And he's like, we're not going to need that cab. And she looks at him and she's like, she's still talking in that same voice. It's like, well, I guess we can just skip dinner. And they go and fuck. Where? In a motel. Her name is Alice, by the way. What motel? I don't know. Just okay. somewhere right, in a fucking right, hotel. Right. My bad. Oh, right. I forgot. Before they fuck, she takes his hand and just, like, makes him cup her pussy. And, like, we get... <laughs> we get a really nice close-up shot on that. She's like, I feel the steam from that clam ham. She's like, I grabbed a pussy. They start fucking... The cops are outside of the motel. Do you need to wash your hand? <laughs> One cop says to the other, Fuck is getting more pussy than a toilet seat. <laughs> Another day, different time, Pete's meeting Alice at a hotel. So we just get like, you know, a little scene that they've been fucking around for a while. Cut to Pete's house. She asks him at some point for his phone number. He gives her her house number, whatever. She calls him and tells him, whispering, again, more annoying, 
I think Mr. Eddie knows about us. I gotta go. I can't meet you tonight. I gotta go and, and spend some time with Mr. Eddie. <laughs> Hold up. This letters are numbers on the phone? <laughs> he like he looks disappointed that they're they're not fucking tonight and he goes into his bedroom and then all of a sudden we get a shot of like Alice's head spinning around in the room. Wait, minute, like the exorcist? Like she's No, it's just like it's like just her head like cut and it's like the room is spinning and her head is spinning within the room. He's just tripping crazy balls. He's freaking out. We get a zoom in on a spider on the wall. I'm like, what? What is this? Is this uh, Requiem for a Dream? Like, I don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, because Requiem for a Dream makes more sense. I was going to say, you should have told me a long time ago what movie you were doing because I would have given you a warning. And because you chose not to, you deserve everything you're getting by having to I, watch this what? film I mean, and we, retell we it to me. We don't tell each other what we're doing, really. You should have I mean, told you me. You should have told okay, me. Okay, you don't tell me what you're doing, but you want me to tell you? How is that I've fair? I've seen more movies than you. Okay, whatever. Fuck up. <laughs> he gets freaked out, and then all of a sudden he's riding a motorcycle. Again, if we remember frequently. If we remember in this movie frequently, there was fucking. Frequently, they ride motorcycles. And the dad don't wear a helmet. That's not smart. This time, he's fucking someone, but it's his girlfriend. And he looks upset that he's fucking his girlfriend. I'm going to take a wild guess what's going on here. Okay. Peter is Fred. Yes. <laughs> I told you I fucking know this shit. But no. But yes. But yes. Okay. Cut back to him at his parents' house. And it like he walks into the house and it looks like the parents are set up to have an in- intervention with him. <laughs> he's like, the Peter, co- <laughs> please sit down. Peter, you've been sleeping with a woman who is 20 years older than you. <laughs> well, no. He's, they're like, the cops called. He, and his parents are like, don't worry, we won't tell the cops anything. <laughs> and he's like, what? He's like, his dad says the cops called. They, they're trying to figure out, like, what happened. And they're asking if you remember anything. He's like, no, I don't remember anything. And his mom's, like, crying. And she's like, we saw you that night. You came home with Sheila and another man that we've never seen and he's like what else happened and his dad is just like shaking his head and crying then flashback to them like in the past in front of pete's house and sheila's there and they're on the lawn and she's screaming and then we get like a weird close-up at what might be a bloody vagina i don't know uh (laughs) um what are cut we watching to- <laughs> this or Antichrist? Like, <laughs> Cut to the next day. Okay. Eddie comes to Pete's job and he's like, you know when I brought the caddy the other day, there was a blonde in the car. Her name is Alice. And I really love that girl. Now, if I were to find out that someone was making out with Alice, I would fucking kill them. Oh, no, mister, no one's making out with her. <laughs> None of that, hanky-panky. And he's he, just raw dog fucking her in the back of a bathroom of a fucking mechanic <laughs> shop. <laughs> Pete, what is that, sir? Is that second base? I've never gone past first, sir. I wouldn't know. Yeah, he, he kind of talks to him like he's like a kid from like the 1950s. Like, no, Mr. Eddie. Oh, golly, no, sir. Yes, Mr. I, Eddie. I, my, my eyes are down to the floor when she um, walks past. I... 
What 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 is making out? <laughs> Can you show me? <laughs> Mr. Eddie, where do babies come from? <laughs> Mr. Eddie, the only sexual experience I've ever had in my life was with a priest in the church. Mr. Eddie, the only time I've ever been close to a woman is my mother when I was breastfeeding at the age of seven still. <laughs> and and you know I still sometimes miss it. <laughs> I made her freeze her her breast milk. In case I ever miss it. She put it in the molds, and sometimes it's a nice, uh, cool treat on a summer day. I made her make breast milk popsicles. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, cut to a scene where he's with Alice, and he's like, you want a dirty Sanchez? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I want you to spin on my dick. <laughs> like you're a disco ball. <laughs> Let's do, um... You have a tossed salad? <laughs> Let's do my favorite one. It's the Father of Christ that compels you when you spin in a 360 circle <laughs> like in The Exorcist. Do you know what a sex swing is? Cut to the next day. Alice calls his house, and she basically is like, I'm pretty sure Mr. Eddie knows. Again? Yeah. Thanks. And she's like, we need to meet. And I'm like, that sounds like a bad idea, but okay. Pete doesn't know what to do. They start making out. <laughs> and so, okay. He, she calls him. They meet up. Pete's like, I don't know what to do. I'm only a 20-year-old boy. And she's like, I I know offense. Do you know what that means? I know offense? Yeah. No. Offense is someone who can help you disappear incognito. Okay. So they can make you, like, fake passports and shit like that. Wait, I might be skipping ahead. Whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. She tells him. What you doing? Looking at, I wanted to see who plays Peter. Oh. I, but you didn't tell me that Henry Rollins was in this film, and I know you don't know who the hell no. that is. So he then why would I tell guards. you? Because that's, he played one of the guards. He's the lead singer of Black Flag, the um, punk band. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Stephanie doesn't know what that is. <laughs> no, I know. I've heard of it. Sure you did. I know what Black Flag is. Mm -hmm. I know it's a band. Okay. Their, their logo is just a black background with white text. Actually, it's... Their, their logo is a white background with black lines across. Right, but I'm saying with the actual name of the band. And the lead singer, I think it's the lead singer of his band, was murdered, or one of his friends was murdered, and he was there and saw it happen. All right, we still have a lot to go through. Okay, so. go. <laughs> Pete tells her he doesn't know what to do. He's scared. And she's like, I know a dude. Let's get some money and run away together. This guy's always hanging around with girls, and I know he has money. And I can set it up where uh, you come, you break in through the back door, I'm going to leave it open for you, and I'm going to ask him to come and make drinks for, or go downstairs to make drinks for me, and that's when you can, like, clock him over the head. <sighs> now, I'm, I'm skipping ahead, but it really doesn't fucking matter. Now, she's like, you got that, Peter? You're going to commit murder. What's, when's your bedtime? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, okay, so uh, that she does have that conversation with him, but I think that's, like, when they're about to actually break in. But again, it doesn't fucking matter. He... Nothing in this movie matters. It doesn't. All right, so they're in the hotel together. They start making out, and she's like, let's run away together. Let's get some money and just leave. And he's like, she says, I know a guy we can rob. And he starts looking at her like, who the fuck are you? And I'm like, you haven't had any real conversations, so if she's telling you all this shit, like, is it really a surprise? Like, y'all have just been fucking. You haven't been conversing. And he asks her, he says, like, 
Alice, how the fuck did you get mixed up with these people? Oh, I'm sorry. Alice, how the fuck did you get mixed up with these bad guys? That's how he talks. I mean, uh, no. Now, the guy that Alice is telling him that she knows that they can rob does porns. (laughs) (laughs) Does pornos. What do you do for a living? Porns. (laughs) Pornos? No, porns. (laughs) I do them. You make them? No, I do them. You act in the... No, I do them. (laughs) I do porns. Okay. This man is an adult film creator no he she just oh my god the joke just became real (laughs) okay (laughs) all right you know what i didn't ask it just go on never say they never say anything about that he like produces them films them just that he makes porno writes them no he just somebody writes those scripts yeah i know and she tells him that she knows this guy because she met him at a place called moats moats Moats? Moats. Moats. With a T. Okay. And I would like a he... bar that is Renaissance themed with a moat with alligators. That is a lawsuit. <laughs> but it will be cool. <laughs> he told her about a job. A job? A job. Okay. That she doesn't remember. Remember? Renee said the same thing. What? Hold on. Renee said the same. R- Renee said what? Renee said that she knows Andy. From a place called Moats. Okay. Okay. Who's Andy again? Andy's the one that was, like, finagling Renee. Oh, yeah, at the swingers party. Yeah. Where Gollum... <laughs> just showed up. Walked through, yeah. Yeah. And then he was hanging out, like, he didn't just tell someone he was breaking into their house. Stupid me! <laughs> now, we finally find out, I guess, what this job opportunity was. <laughs> Can you guess? Tutoring blind children. <laughs> Teaching teaching the blind how to play the saxophone. How to read. <laughs> yeah. How to read music. Yeah. So she doesn't remember what the job was, but obviously that's not true because she says that he made an appointment for her and she went to some place, this place being a mansion, and the shot is fucking weird. She's like standing in... I don't know, would you call it a foyer? I don't fucking know. The entrance of Good job the mansion. Right. <laughs> yeah. And there's like a security guard behind her and then there's some dude just weightlifting. And then cut to her being escorted into a room where there's a bunch of men standing around in the room and Mr. Eddie is sitting in a chair to the side of the room and she just kind of walks in and like looks around at everybody and then the bodyguard comes up and points a gun at her head and oh. Oh, okay <laughs> uh-huh and mr eddie is just like come hither to her and she looks like she's about to start crying and uh no one says anything but she just starts undressing and at first she's like reluctant to do it but then it looks like she kind of like gets into it she undresses boobs and comes up to mr eddie and then like touches his face but then as she's touching his face we cut back to the present and she's touching pete's face oh god and then he says i love you alice (laughs) i'm starting to think that david lynch makes the same fucking plot line for everything that he does because god blue velvet and this yeah really he says i love you she says should i call andy (laughs) he's like yeah sure whatever and then she says 
she becomes the crime mastermind. She's like, all right, you're going to take a bus. Don't take your car. You're going to hop the back fence. It's a stucco white house. I'm going to leave the back door open. You come in at 11.15. I'm going to ask Andy to go downstairs, make me a drink. And when he goes downstairs to the kitchen, you're going to clock him over the head. And we're going to rob him. And he's kind of like, okay. But he's confused at the same time. I don't fucking know. Whatever. He goes home and Sheila is on his lawn and... She's crying and starts screaming at him. You fucking somebody else. Everybody in this movie must be from Patterson, New Jersey, with the way that these accents are coming out. <laughs> but it takes place in L.A. Oh, no. It's okay. Don't worry. She says, you are different. She's yelling at him. The dad runs out. He's like, let's talk about this inside. She's like, no. I apologize to you and your family. You will never be seeing me again. <laughs> And she runs a, away. A now, pox. A pox on you and your family's yeah. house. <laughs> and as she's running away, I wished she got hit by a car. Jesus. Because I thought that because the way they showed the shot or like the scene of you her. You almost expected it. Yeah, like you almost expect it because you've seen it. It's like I feel like a movie trope at this point. She makes it across the street safely. <laughs> How does the, why did the bitch cross the road <laughs> to get away from this family? <laughs> she runs away. Pete's mom comes out and she's like, there's some guy on the phone. And he's like, what guy? She's like, I don't know. He won't give his name, but he's called like five times. He goes inside. It's Mr. Eddie. And Mr. Eddie's like, how you doing, Pete? I'm okay, Mr. Eddie. Are you sure? Are you sure you're okay? He's like, uh, yeah. I'm really glad to hear that you're okay, Eddie. I imagine Joe oh, Pesci. Like, <laughs> I fucked up the names. He's like, I'm really glad to hear that you're all right. And then he hands the phone to Gollum. Oh, oh, no, he's in the house. <laughs> and he says, don't you remember me? He's like, who the fuck are you? He's like, we met at your house. And he's like, what? And then he says, in the Far East, when a person is sentenced to death, they're sent to a place they can't escape. And they never know when an executioner can come and put a bullet in their head. And then he hands the phone back to Mr. Eddie. And Mr. Eddie says, I'm really glad to hear that you're all right. And hangs up. Was Weren't they in Peter's house with his parents? No, they call. They oh, So okay. his mom comes out and is like, yo, someone's calling you. Okay. He keeps calling. He won't give his name. Okay. Cut to Pete's on a bus. He jumps over a fence, breaks in through the back door. Everything explodes. No. <laughs> Whatever. I don't fucking remember. Um, Pete's in the house. He gets out of the house. He decides, fuck this. Pete is walking through the house. He's like scoping it out. And he comes into what I would assume you would call the living room. <laughs> it's rich people. They okay. have fucked up layouts. I don't know. There's a projector set up in, like, the entryway to the living room, and there's a big-ass wall, and on that wall is a projection of Alice getting fucked in the ass. By? I mean, I guess. I don't know. It's doggy style. By? So far, we don't see. Okay. So she's just, it's, like, her face, and, you know, she's, like, moving mm -hmm. and, like, moaning. There's no sound, though. It just, I would assume she's moaning because her mouth is open. Pete is staring at this, like, shocked. Like, she just told you that she basically got gangbanged, initiated into Mr. Eddie's life. So, 
I mean, I guess you could assume that there's some kind of sexual thing going on. I mean, if he's a mobster, like, no shit. She's not his nanny. <laughs> Pete hears someone coming down the stairs, and it's... Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I also forgot to mention, he sees the projection, and then he also sees, like, a bunch of clothing that's hers Okay. on the ground. So then he's like, oh, no, she's fucking Andy. <laughs> like, she... Yes. That is her role. <laughs> she's a point star. Yeah. Well, okay. no, she's not a... But from what I get from this movie is that Mr. Eddie made her kind of go into like sex mm -hmm. because Mr. Eddie is like a porn video producer, entrepreneur producer he sells pornos mm -hmm. he sells VHS tapes mm -hmm. of porn mm -hmm. so I guess he's like a producer or whatever because at some point earlier when he went for a drive with Pete he asks Pete if he wants a porno. Like, he just opens up his like glove box. Like, he's like, you want a cookie? Oh, you want a porno? Yeah, on a VHS tape. Really sexy. He didn't ask if he's into big tits, <laughs> anal, milf. I, was there that wasn't that much of a, you know, variety back then. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there was. I'm trying. I'm trying. Okay. No, please defend David Lynch. <laughs> no, I'm saying that he failed. I'm not defending I him. I know. I was saying, though, that back then, if you got a VHS tape, you didn't know what was on it, and you took what you got. It wasn't like going on Pornhub and yeah, having categories. Yeah, but if he's a producer. Yeah, but how many fucking options does he have in his glove compartment, Stephanie? That he that's opens you, it up like a cabinet, and that's he's like, why what would you like? Take your pick. I got it categorized no, no, no. in alphabetical no. order. <laughs> he opens up his trench coat. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a catalog. <laughs> you... Write down the letter and number of the one you want, and then you put it in like, an envelope, listen. and you mail it to my house. I then send you I'm, what you want. I, right now... It's like a Delia's catalog. You know Delia's, the girls' magazine no, 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 for no. clothing? I'm, uh, Right at this moment, I don't know if you know, because, you know, you, you're too young to know. Uh, I am suing TV Guide. <laughs> they stole my idea. <laughs> if a porn. I was going to make my own network. <laughs> number one was girl on girl. Channel two, your mom. <laughs> Channel three, old man fucks young children. I mean, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I just, <laughs> I just, I just criminalized myself. That was a slip of the tongue. That was too, that was too dark. That was that, a Freudian slip. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I am oh. not, I am not me. I'm playing a character in this movie that doesn't exist, by the way. I don't know what the hell's going on anymore. Oh. Oh. You're telling me that that wasn't a grown woman? That was a little boy? <laughs> I'm not going to say more. It's going to get fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Andy comes downstairs. Pete knew exactly where to hide. Because he, like, comes down right in front of him. He takes, like, a candlestick or some shit and boinks Andy on the head. Boink. <laughs> he just says, boink. Boink. <laughs> and he just collapses. Alice comes down the stairs. She's like... Oh, you did it. And they start kissing. And as they're kissing, Andy stands up and runs at both of them screaming. And Pete kind of does a little whoop. Like, just dodge. <laughs> and Andy goes flying and impales himself on the corner of a glass table. What is he running on all fours? <laughs> like, 
No, he like trips and falls. Oh, okay. It's like a coffee table. I was imagining a six foot table. No, (laughs) like he just falls (laughs) and they do a close up shot of this, which I'm just like, okay, cool. You know how to do like FX shit. Like the table is like in his forehead Mm -hmm. and he's just like, his head is kind of like hanging off the ground. Alice says, wow, you killed him. And then starts taking his jewelry. (laughs) At this point, you got to get out of there. You just committed a crime. Why not? Pete starts staring at the projection again, and he kind of like starts tripping balls. And he kind of like is like the room is spinning or some shit like that. And he walks out of the living room and there's like a little table with a bunch of pictures on it. And there's one picture of Mr. Eddie, Andy, Alice, and Renee. And he's standing there. Hold on. And he's like, are both you? She comes up and she's like, that's me. (laughs) And points to the blonde. And then Pete just starts gushing blood out of his nose. Uh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) A good reaction. And she's like, the bathroom's upstairs. He starts tripping even more. Yeah, I mean, at some point someone's got to be like, you're leaving your DNA all over the crime scene. Yeah, he starts tripping even more. And I got confused, but I realized what it was later on. He goes upstairs. There's a door with a number 26 on it. And I'm like, does he have, like, production fuck rooms upstairs? He opens the door, and I'm assuming maybe this was Alice, but I don't know because the lighting was shit and everything was in red. And it's a woman getting fucked staring at the mirror and pete sees her face and she's saying some shit i can't understand and then he walks out he comes back downstairs alice is raiding the house still she's got a bag now or like a pillow uh cover i don't fucking know and she pulls a gun out of it and points it at pete and i'm like oh thank god yeah do something (laughs) she walks up to him and she's like don't you trust me and then says Put it in your pants. And gives him the gun. <laughs> Is that my gun I pulled on you, or are you just happy to see me? Now she says, I know a fence that, that can make us passports. Uh, and we can give him all of Eddie's stuff and his car. And I'm like, alright. She seems like she's done this before because she knows a lot of shit that I've never heard of. What the fuck is a fence? I've never heard of that. But alright, it's, it's street cold. lingo. Yeah. <laughs> They walk, out of, they walk out of the house, they take Andy's car, which happens to be a Mustang. She throws the keys at Pete and says, like, you drive, which I'm like, that is a horrible idea. Like, he's losing his shit. <laughs> he's driving around and, like, freaking out, and he's like, where the fuck are we going? And she's like, the desert? I mean... Which is like, listen, okay, that's not, a, gonna... <laughs> that's not a location. You're, you're not giving me any coordinates. You're just like, desert. If this is a mob movie, there are holes buried in the desert for them already. If Eddie is as mobbed the fuck up as we are to believe. You don't need to... It's okay. You don't need to explain that. That's just my theory. It's really not. Like, the only thing... Like, yes, Mr. Eddie is very mob-like. I mean, other than him being like, I'm gonna fucking kill the guy if I know that he makes out with Alice. I'm really glad you're okay, Peter. Like, you, you okay? Bumpkin eater. I'm glad you're, you're doing well. You okay? You, you're doing all right? I'm so glad you're doing all right. How tight is Alice? 
<laughs> How tight is Alice's pussy these days? I only get to make love to her hand. <laughs> I don't know. He somehow knows where they're going, but doesn't. It's the shot again from the beginning of the movie of the road. She says that the fence that she knows is at his cabin in the middle of the desert. And Look, Okay, wait a second. A cabin in the desert? <laughs> a cabin in the desert, not like a ranch. No. Okay. It's is like... Th- is this- I... I'm sorry. Is this the cabin that Methuselah or Gollum, whatever, <laughs> blows up? Yes. Okay. But it looks more like, I, I mean, it doesn't, but whatever. I called it a mobile home before. They call it a cabin. Stephanie, there is a big difference between a cabin and a trailer and but a ranch. But it's not, because it, okay, it's not a cabin. Like, yeah, it's made out of wood, but it's like on stilts. All right, so it's a mobile home. I don't fucking what you know, it doesn't fucking matter. You know what, David Finch, <laughs> David, <laughs> David Lynch, fuck you. <laughs> so let me, let's just call it what it is in fancy terms. It's a bungalow. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> There's no basement, so yeah, one level. We see the explosion in reverse again. And as soon as it becomes like not exploded, they pull up to it. They go inside. No one's there. Alice is like, I guess we gotta wait. And then for some reason we see a shot that Pete left the gun in the car, but it doesn't matter. Okay. Instead of staying in the cabin, they go outside and they're they're waiting in front of the car. And he looks at Alice and says, why'd you pick me, Alice? He's (laughs) Mickey Mouse now. (laughs) 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 Alice! Why did you get me involved in all this crime and sex and murder? Is my penis really that big? <laughs> Daddy Walt is going to be so mad at me. <laughs> Mr. Eddie's going to fucking murder me. <laughs> <laughs> Gorsh. <laughs> <laughs> and then he... <laughs> oh, Hugh? <laughs> in there i see the end <laughs> she, he asks her why do you choose me she responds don't you still want me more than ever I, all my voices are now mickey mouse i can't <laughs> they start making out and fucking in the dirt in front of the car as the headlights of the car are illuminating them fucking dirt in your pussy ass bitch (laughs) yeah like all up in the fucking like it's like have you never been to the beach and you've gone swimming and you've gotten sand in your bottoms and then you just in your front when you get sand in your your ass crack and your fucking pussy from from the back butt to the front butt you got sand and then you gotta waddle into the water and like take Finger yourself to get it out. Is that no, what the like, motion you like just did? grab grab the <laughs> grab the bathing eat? suit and like you know you got to push water in and out to like filter out the sand. <laughs> Waddle the, the the crotch of the bathing. <laughs> Have you ever eaten sand? Oh yeah, it's crunchy. It's disgusting. <laughs> I like it. I don't because <laughs> I feel like there's just I'm grinding my teeth down. Okay, they fuck. It's all in slow mo, of course. While they're fucking, some weird church music starts playing again. 
So it's just like, Domine. 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 Okay, all right, all right. Break the chair. It's fine. I want to get rid of it anyways. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pete says to her, I want you as they're fucking. That's, that's fine. They're fu- I, I see I want you as like, I want to fuck you. It's like, you're already inside of her. Uh, all right. <laughs> you're getting, you know, nitpicky now, I'd say. I think... I have a right. <laughs> I think I'm allowed with this fucking movie. He says it three times. She doesn't respond to him. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. No, she does respond to him. I forgot. He says, I want you. I want you. I want you. And then she grinds down on top of him and like, whoop, like flips him. And she's on top now. And she says, you'll never have me. Oh, <laughs> And then as she says this, he, like, passes out and just kind of, like, lays there limply, like, under the car almost. Mm -hmm. And she goes back butt-ass naked into the cabin. And he's still laying there, like, super depressy spaghetti. And he stands up, and it's like we're looking through the car. Uh, He stands up and then turns around, and it's Fred. Okay. I mean, I already guessed that, but yeah. I, I'm i not going to try to make sense of this movie. I'd have a better chance yeah. of uh, transcribing a biblical text from Chinese, <laughs> I mean, from Mandarin <laughs> to English. And then he stands up, he looks around, and Gollum's in the back seat of the car. Is Gollum Fred and Peter? No, Gollum's a different character. Uh, he's right, like right, a separate right. cal- okay. character. And then, nope, he's not in the back seat. He teleported to the front of the cabin. <laughs> And Fred is definitely not about that nudist life, so he hurriedly gets dressed before he goes to the cabin, and he looks around, and Alice isn't in the cabin, and he's like, where is Alice? And then Gollum, like, starts screaming at him. He's like, her name is not Alice. Her name is Renee. If she told you her name is Alice, she's fucking lying. <laughs> and then he, Fred is kind of like standing in the doorway like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, and then all of a sudden, Goddle... Goddle? <laughs> too much spit in my mouth. All of a sudden, Gollum like pulls a camcorder out of his ass and starts filming. <laughs> <laughs> starts filming. Okay, he must really. Because the shot that we see of the cabin, it's like a crack den. It's super crusty dusty. There's like a couch and a sofa chair and that's it. It's like those games you play and it has an ad for like a little dragon that's like shivering in the middle of a living room with a cracked window and a (laughs) not working fireplace. Literally. It's it's literally it's a solitaire game. Yeah. My favorite is when you tell me about the one where it's a little dragon who's like washing dishes in oh, a restaurant. Oh, dude, I, I still have, I recorded that because it, it made, it made, I've never seen it since. And I'm so glad I've seen it. <laughs> really? Yeah. I have not seen it since. You said it in front of my phone and my phone picked it up it's and was so like, fucking show funny. this ad. Yeah, it, if you guys play mobile uh, mobile games you might have seen it it like the beginning of the ad is is a little dragon crying <laughs> just fucking bawling washing washing in dishes. a restaurant 
I'm like, what the fuck? And you gotta save it from being beat. And it's a solitaire game. (laughs) So, as Gollum is ass (laughs) recording. It's so fucking pixelated. Fred is, like, running away from the cabin. It's like that scene where Jason is just walking behind someone while he's, like, trying to kill them, and the other person is running away, but he still somehow ends up catching up. It's the same fucking thing. Fred is running away to the car. He gets in the car, and Gollum is, like, recording him the whole time. And then he, like, reverses really quickly and just speeds away. So, when he speeds away, we cut to... A hotel in the middle of the desert. Can you guess what it's called? Moats. No. Oh. Um, that That's a good guess, though. What's the title of the movie? Lost Highway. Hotel. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Fred goes in, and he's... I guess he already had a key. He goes through the hallway, and uh, we see, like, a shot of room 26. And we're like, oh, shit. We've seen that before. Are the dots finally starting to connect? Is this movie going to make sense? No. (laughs) Fuck no. (laughs) Was this movie worth watching? Was this movie worth losing sleep over? (laughs) Absolutely fucking not. (laughs) Fred is walking through the hallway. We cut to a shot of what's in room 26. And it's Renee fucking Mr. Eddie. Fred's walking down the hallway and he's kind of like staring at the room and for a split second I thought that he was walking into room 26 but he actually goes into room 25. Oh gosh (laughs) wow you're so slick (laughs) David Lynch. (laughs) Renee kisses Eddie on his bald forehead I thought you were about to say Renee kisses Eddie on his ball sack. Like, <laughs> I just choked on my drink. Because I was expecting... You know what? Ball- At this point, I would prefer that. <laughs> she kisses him tenderly. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, half, like, falling off the bed. So we're made to assume that he's sleeping. As soon as she goes outside, he, like, gets up. So we know he was faking it. She gets into a car, drives away... Fred's in his room, and we see the gun again. So, again, the whole shot of him leaving the gun in the seat, like, oh, shit, something's gonna happen. Like, it didn't fucking matter. Well, I mean, he took the car and left, so we know he has the gun still. Don't defend. I'm not defending it. I was trying to explain one part. He goes out of his room. He knocks on the door, and Mr. Eddie thinks that it's Renee coming back because she forgot something. So he opens the door. Fred swoops in. Starts beating the shit out of him, drags him out of the room, and throws him into the trunk of his car. So we never see the Mustang again. (laughs) German metal music starts playing. Oh, wait a minute. Like Rammstein? Almost. Yeah. Yeah, it reminded me. Yeah. Everything leads to Bam Margera. Yeah, this is where he got his inspiration. (laughs) So we see Fred throwing Mr. Eddie into the trunk as Gollum is watching all of this happen through a window in the hotel. And then Fred drives away, 
into the middle of nowhere. I was like, oh, is he going back to the cabin? No, just in the middle of the fucking desert. He opens the trunk, and as soon as he opens the trunk, Mr. Eddie, like, launches himself at him. And they start, like, you know, wrestling <laughs> on the ground. And I guess a knife fell out of one of their ass cracks, because... Everybody really has a big ass in this movie <laughs> to be hiding. Camcorders, hotel key cards, <laughs> and now knives? They have Mary Poppins bags, ass cracks. <laughs> This knife just appears on the ground. Fred gets to it and slits Eddie's throat, and he starts bleeding, and I'm like, okay, someone's finally dying, I guess. I don't fucking know. He's bleeding out, but he's not dead. Mr. Eddie is, like, laying on the ground, and Fred is standing up by the car, and he's like, what do you want? And then all of a sudden, Gollum's there. And, like, Freddy... Freddy. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. It's not completely wrong. (laughs) Right. Freddy, Eddie, and Peter. Fred, like, backs up and kind of, like, backs up to let, like, Gollum come in. Mm -hmm. I'm like, when did they become friends? Was that a director's cut that they didn't include (laughs) in the movie? Because I'm even more confused than I was before. you're making me live now, honey. Ooh, you're making me want to cook that gun. (laughs) He, he being Gollum, hands... Mr. Eddie, like, a little portable TV. I don't know if you've ever seen them. I have. Yeah, yeah. they look like Game Boys almost with, like, an antenna. And there's a porn of Renee playing on the TV. And then we kind of, like, zoom in on it. And we get transported into another scene. And it's Eddie. It's not. It's Andy's house. And we see the whole projection thing again. And they're having, like, a premiere party for her porno okay celebrate bitch (laughs) and there's a bunch of people there just watching it and drinking some swine and renee and mr eddie are making out against the projector but also watching it and the porn has renee and another girl or two i couldn't tell i didn't care enough to rewind and I said, some Marilyn Manson looking motherfucker. <laughs> Which when I was looking at the cast, oh, that, that is, is actually Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson. <laughs> and then it's like a zoom in on his face. And then all of a sudden he gets killed. And the two girls are like screaming like and get splashed with blood. Who, ki- who kills him? I think the SATs is easier than this movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Doing the bar. <laughs> yeah. Taking would the be, bar Taking test. the bar <laughs> would be easier. I'm not saying I would pass, but I would do yeah. better at that test than I would be tell- retelling this film. Like, I feel like this is almost worse. You know what? Fuck it. It is worse than Tenant. <laughs> oh, please. I guess this was a- funnier. <laughs> I'll give it that. Mm. More German creep music starts playing back to eddie bleeding out and i don't know why they included this like they didn't have to have him ask but Gollum's like you can give that back now talking about the little portable tv (laughs) this goes in my ass (laughs) he is human bemo You don't know how empty my asshole feels without that in it. And then he shoots him. (laughs) Can 
can I have that back, please? <laughs> Bang. <laughs> it's mine! <laughs> Jesus Gollum then, like, goes up to Fred and whispers some shit in his ear. We don't know what. We never find out. What would we? Does it matter? No. no. <laughs> now we're back at Andy's house, and the cops are there. And it's the same cops from earlier. Oh, Mario and Luigi? Yeah, Mario and Luigi and the guy. There was different cops that were, like, staking out and following uh, Pete and shit like that. And we, like, see the crime scene or whatever. And then we see the same photo that Pete was looking at earlier, but only Renee is in it. I don't understand, but okay. Exactly. <laughs> and the cops, like, oh, hey do you recognize who that is and they're like oh yeah that's fred whatever the fuck his last name was wife and then some other cop comes up and he's like we got uh pete's fingerprints everywhere and then one of the cops luigi i think there's no such thing as a bad coincidence <laughs> what <laughs> probably who what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> this movie would make more sense if there were Duke. That's the, <laughs> that's the point of his movies, though. He purposely writes them so they don't make sense. Fred's driving around in Eddie's car, and he goes to his house. He buzzes on the front door, and he speaks into the mic. <laughs> the mic? There's a microphone coming out of the mailbox. <laughs> he speaks the into the intercom. Dick Laurent is dead. Mm. That makes so much no sense. <laughs> <laughs> the cops follow him and they start chasing him. He runs away and he's all of a sudden now in the middle of the desert and it's nighttime because the buzz, buzzy buzz door shit happened during the daytime and there's four cop cars chasing him and we get the same shit from the beginning of the movie, of the road, he starts freaking out, and it's like, have you seen The Matrix? No. Neo? Keanu Reeves? No, no, no. The main, the guy that's always, like, following him with the glasses. Morbius? No, not Morbius. The the bad guy. The bad AI. Oh, I know who you're fuck. talking about, yeah. Yeah. There's a part where he, like, he takes over someone else's body, and the person starts, like, shaking, like, convulsing. <laughs> yeah. The same thing starts happening to Fred while he's driving, and then it just cuts to the road again, and it's the end of the movie. Yay! It's the end! Um, I give this movie 10 stars. <laughs> I think it's amazing. Yeah, that's gonna be my review on Letterboxd. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry that this is your first introduction to David Lynch, that's what I'll say. I would rather suck 10 dicks <laughs> that doesn't seem torturous maybe you'd rather breastfeed 10 babies in a row until your nipples fall off like uh all right so uh fun facts i guess i don't fucking get know trivia trivia i had to look it up but i ended up finding out because i didn't know until the end of the movie that mr eddie is dick laurent <laughs> so how do you say it Logia, Lugia, Robert Luigi, Logia, Logia. Robert Logia was auditioning for Blue Velvet, 
He didn't know that Dennis Hopper was already cast for whatever role. He plays the bad guy in Blue Velvet. So he waited for three hours, and then Lynch finally came out, and Lou... Lou Robert. Just say Robert. <laughs> Robert started yelling at him. So eight years later, Lynch still felt guilty about that. So he specifically called Robert to have him have the role of Mr. Eddie. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> Lynch said that he realized later on that the movie was inspired by the O.J. Simpson trial. I was going to say <laughs> that during the police chase, like, oh, this motherfucker is trying to be like O.J. in a Bronco and run away from us. <laughs> the way this was written on IMDb made me fucking laugh. They're like, oh, he realized later on that it was inspired by the OJ trial, which is uh, very curious because the man who plays Gollum, who is Robert Blake, was apparently uh, on trial, because I didn't know about this, for killing his own wife. You don't even know. They went to dinner at an Italian restaurant that he frequented so much they named a, a an entree after him. He got into his car with her. They were the last ones in the parking lot because they were there past closing time. And apparently, this is what he told police. He said, I turned to my wife and said, hold on, honey. I left my gun inside the restaurant. Oh, and then got, that was him? Yes, yes. Well, no, it wasn't the par- It was like on a street. Mm-hmm. They parked on a no, street. No, they were parked in the parking lot of the restaurant. And no, then- it wasn't on the parking lot. It was on a street. All right, maybe. I don't know. But they- she- And then he says that somebody came up to her passenger door while he was inside the restaurant and, and shot, shot her. her. Yes. And then, yeah, they were trying to recreate if he would actually be able to go to the to the restaurant and then come back in enough time to shoot her yes well not to shoot her to like the way that he described the scene yeah before he made first contact with like a neighbor because he ran up to someone's Mm -hmm. door i didn't realize that was him he was in the little rascals when he was younger in like the 1950s he is the reason why they created the child laws for child actors oh really that says that if they act and get money Parents are allowed, I think, like 80% of the money to hold into their own bank account, but 20% has to go into a separate account for the children. Damn, for the 20? money they make, well, I mean, it was the 1950s. It might have changed now. But a percentage of that has to go into an account separate for them that for they like, can only yeah. touch for when they're older. He's the kid who started that because he had legal problems with his parents. Robert, not Gollum. Kept forgetting his moves at the part where Fred is fighting him when he pops out of the trunk. Uh, he he kept forgetting the choreography for it, and he apparently just hit Bill Pullman a bunch of times in the face. <laughs> and then on the meaning of the film, Lynch refers to it as a psychogenic... I don't know how to pronounce this word, but I thought it was fogwa? <laughs> fogwa? F-U-G-U-E. Fugue. Fugue state? Yeah. Fugue state. A form of dissociation. Fogwa is the fucking... I know, it's like, yeah. That's (laughs) That's why I was like, what? (laughs) A form of dissociation where people temporarily lose awareness of their identity. I was like, all right, cool. (laughs) Do you know how David Lynch talks? No. He's always like, golly, gee whiz, we're really doing this movie right now. (laughs) Like he's on the fucking 10. Like like he's on fucking coke just all the time. Well, I just heard from the movie production that we're doing this movie and it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Gee willikers. Like I hate this man. (laughs) All right. So, well, more fun facts about murder. (laughs) (laughs) That's a sentence that vibes well. (laughs) The dude who played Mario Cop. Mm Mm-hmm. Was oh, a, God. Was apparently a real former 
New York City cop who was convicted of several murders that were linked to the Mafia Lucius crime family. Lucia? Lu- I don't know. Lucius? Yeah, L- sure. L- <laughs> but I was like, there's a lot of murderers <laughs> attached to this movie. Yeah, that's it. Uh, I hate this. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I that you had to live through this it. Listen, I so much. I applaud you for going through it. We we went through it together. Obviously, I think you did a good job. You're the best you could. Thanks. I Next kill time. <laughs> Next time, I hope you pick a movie you enjoy more. I doubt it. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the episode. <laughs> So, don't forget to follow us on all the social media accounts. Yeah, yeah. Our name is Explain, Explain it me, me on, on all of them. Everything. Email us with um, movies that you think are confusing with plot that you want to hear us do because we are always interested in getting suggestions. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So, uh, that's the end of this episode. Thank you yeah, for yeah, listening. Yeah. Bye. We hope you come back for the next. Bye. Bye.